0: Welcome to SK Hobbies AZ Podcast. Listen up here and take the RC ride of your life. Now, here's your host. The man, myth, legend, and puts the S in SK Hobbies. Stitch. All right, all right, all right. Settle down. I'm not that big of a deal. But welcome back to SK Hobbies AZ, and I am Stitch. Stitch all right so we uh we had a lot lot this last couple of weeks go on um you know currently right now in the background i got batteries decharging or getting them back into stowage charge uh you know we had our uh, azrc bashers uh january bash we had that over the weekend it was a blast um I took out the new Kraken, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, and uh, we also hit 100 subscribers for my YouTube channel. So I appreciate all you guys that have uh, helped me reach that. Um, especially if you're, you know, listening to my my podcast too. Um, it was, it's very heartwarming to uh, to know that there's a hundred people out there that like watching me. Uh, bash my vehicles and spend time with the family you know and and we do some crawling too um, but anyways let's get back to the uh a z r c bashers on uh on sunday it was a uh it was awesome uh there had to have been at least a hundred and thirty plus people there um you know we uh we did our normal events we you know we start things off with the r c twenty one which uh, yours truly, Stitch is the uh, reigning champion for the last two months in a row. Uh, they gave me this cool little trophy. That uh, this cool, this cool little trophy. Uh, it's it was 3D printed. It's a cool little stand. Uh, if you guys watch my next couple of videos, I'll I'll show it in my videos too. But it uh it rotates it's got a little uh, pad on the top of it but it uh it doesn't say AZRC bashers on it but it does say uh first place rc21 for january 30th 2022 and it's kind of uh engraved on the on the side of it so it's pretty cool it's not really tall enough to use any of my eighth scales on but it does fit a gen 8 right on top of it and just keeps the wheels just off the ground so we're gonna use that bad boy for uh, for one of the gen 8s I believe um, I haven't tried it on any of the gen 7s yet or any of the three but we'll give it a shot but we're gonna find a use for it here in uh, SK hobbies AZ the uh, the, the second event was the monster jam which is is kind of a cool event um basically they've got uh two lanes that basically everybody gets to race against each other um you know it's a it's basically a best out of one elimination and as people get eliminated they uh you know, the they just the, the winners cycle back in through the line and uh and, and race somebody else until we're down to the uh, the final two. But basically it's you know, it's got a ramp on each side and then it has a ramp in the center coming back. So you gotta run down about four cone lengths, which is probably about we'll say, you know, eighty feet that you rate you you come off the ramp. You land, you go down 80 feet. You you make a left-hand turn or a right-hand turn, depending on what side of the the you know the the area you're on, and you turn towards the center. And then you just race back to the center jump, and the one that hits the jump first is deemed the winner. Um, if you watch the uh, the video I posted on YouTube, you'll get to see kind of what that looks like, and it it's kind of awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not quite a, uh, you know, a full send it, but it's, you know, it's a cool little, little bash. My, my seven year old son, uh, Logan, which he's, he's about seven and a half now. He's getting close to the eight or eight side, but he, uh, he always has a blast doing it with his granite and, um, the, uh, the winner of that one was, and I don't quite know what his name is, so if anybody knows what his name is, you guys can go ahead and uh, chime in on the comments on my YouTube channel. But uh, um, I know he was driving a uh, a Traxxas Rustler VXL, but uh, the final was him and uh, Riggs Family RC, um, his son. Was driving a uh, Arma Typhoon. Correction. We'll call him Riggs Jr. Was driving a uh, Arma Typhoon a 6S, and it was pretty good. They, uh it was best out of three for for those two, and it you know the the rustler just happened to to be the better driver that day, and and he ended up winning. And then the next event you know, they don't really give away any prizes for it, but you basically put your rig to the test and it's a pull competition. So we have a pull sled and that pull sled, uh, you know, you pull the distance and, and see if your rig can handle it or you're going to puff smoke and burn out your motor, you know, destroy a diff in the process, but it's pretty cool. Um, you know, they're, uh, Derek from Derek's AZRC is the guy that runs it, and he had his little helper, Abel. Yeah, he had his little helper, Abel, out there, and uh, uh, it was just, it it was a fun time. Abel is a blast. He's full of energy, um, and he was just, you know, he was running and hooking hooking it up, and he was following the cars down and rooting them on, and, you know, I even caught him doing a little dance and threw that up on the YouTube video. That was funny. But yeah, so he, uh, you know, he did that and, um, and then we also, they also had a pull meter where you could see how many pounds of pressure you could pull. And, uh, so quite a few people, uh, jumped in and, and tried that out to see, I believe that the highest pull pound that I saw was, uh, about nine and a half pounds and, uh, so, which is which is a lot for a little little rig, um, but uh, but yeah. So we had that, and then uh, then we had our raffle, and on the raffle we had two main event prizes. We had the Red Cat Shredder, and then we also had the Red Cat Gen Eight uh, V Two, uh, which was the green one that they also raffled off. And then SK Hobbies AZ, we donated uh, four of our um, differential rebuild stands. Uh, So we donated four of those. I had two of them done up with the uh, SK Hobbies AZ logo on it. And then we also did some two custom ones that have the uh, AZRC Bashers uh, logo imprinted on it. And we donated that in. And then uh, we had a couple more of these little stands that we were given away as prizes. That were uh, were also donated by somebody that uh, did those up, and um, and so they gave away a couple of those. Ivan uh, threw in some T-shirts, and Ivan is uh, one of our 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 hosts for the event. So he threw in some uh, new designs of the AZRC bashers T-shirt, which had this awesome like uh american flag on one side and it said azrc bashers on the other and then uh there were some uh some drink koozies that were up in that and uh it, it was a good time uh great turnout oh yep sounds like my batteries are done hold on a second all right i'm back got some uh, some more batteries uh storage charging again so we had uh you know we had a blast at it you know the uh the raffle was awesome and then uh you know we had uh uh Tyson uh Foods donated a bunch of uh uh hot dogs and uh kind of like those brat dog type smaller uh brats uh donated a bunch of those so uh Brad Lee from awesomehobbies.net is our founding father of the azrc bashers and he is the uh the ultimate uh support and you know for our red cat needs you know he uh he donated those those rcs but he's also uh you know he did all the cooking on the on the hot dogs everything turned out awesome and uh then we had our final event which was the uh send it competition where we have uh, two smaller uh, straight ramps on either side with a center ramp, which is the you know the typical 45-degree uh, arc ramp in the center, and basically you launch your RCs and uh, and whoever gets the farthest distance is the winner. And uh, they gave away another one of those trophies for the send it one like uh, like I got and. Uh, it ended up being uh, Jim from uh, the Riggs Family RC. He's the one that won it. He, uh, he bought, before this event, um, he bought a armatallan EXB uh, full ready to run. And he was running at stock. And he just he just sent the hell out of it. Um, the reigning champ from last year or last last two months was uh, Adam, uh, which you know I did a a YouTube uh, live stream uh, with his Arma Talon that we put the M2C uh, chassis plate on, and he uh, he ended up breaking his in the uh, in the event he's got he's got a little bit of issues with it, but. I'm sure he's gonna get it figured out, and he's gonna get it get it put put back together, and uh, he'll be ready for uh, the February event. You know, we do these events monthly through these uh, colder the colder season for everybody else because it's nice weather. You know, it's 70 degree weather out there. You know, during the day, so uh, it's it's prime bashing bashing weather during that. It also makes for good crawling season. You know, especially in the colder early in the mornings. You know, you don't want to take your uh, your basher out because you know everything's colder and you know things become brittle and you break it so uh you get a little bit of crawling in so you know it the event was was was, was awesome there was you know like i said there was a lot of people there a lot of different rcs uh you name it you know fifth scales uh you know, gas, electric, nitro, everything was there. And uh, it's, you know, from all manufacturers, um, you know, Habayo, Losi, uh, Redcat, Arma, uh, Traxxas, you know, there was just, I, I even think there were some other ones, I, I you know, I'm not, not even mentioning were, were there, it's just everybody was there. No fighting, no arguments Everybody was having a blast You know, if you broke it, you broke it So But the But I brought out my My Arma Kraken Which, if you guys don't know what that is You'll have to check out uh, my video On YouTube on it, but uh, I took My Arma Kraton 6S EXB roller And I put that Castle, uh, Monster Mamba X with the 1717, um, motor in it, uh, which is an 8S system. I took that and I put the Mojave chassis on it. Mojave, uh, EXB chassis. Um, I didn't do the, uh, the M2C one yet. Uh, I got the, uh, the EXP chassis supports and then I also got... The crossbar uh, for the shock towers. I got that put on there, and um, I had to do a little bit of modifications to the sh- uh, to the standard uh, Creighton shell uh, because it is a little bit longer. Get a, you know, the shocks push through the uh, the front bumper, so I kind of notched it out so it would fit for now. And um, you know, I was I, I rocked it that way, and it is so stable. Um, and with that 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 1717 motor in it, it's just it's got all kinds of power for days. And I've only been running it on 6s. I haven't even ran it on 8s yet. Um, I did run it on 8s once before I did the conversion, and it's just it, it's just wicked fast. So I don't know if I'm ever gonna really do you know any bashing with it on 8s, but i definitely are gonna do a speed run. I picked up one of those uh, uh, bike. Uh, GPS speed meters so we're going to do a, a speed on it so yeah I'm currently rocking an 18 tooth pinging on it and um, it was pretty fast during the bash um, The uh, but we're definitely going to uh, do a speed on it with the 6S LiPo battery and then we're going to do a, an 8S and do do it we're going to do it On the dirt, we're gonna do it on the street, and then uh, we're gonna also do it in grass and get you kind of a difference between all three, and in that setup. I really like that motor. It is, you know, it's it's super quiet. It's it's nice. I know that a lot of people think that it overheats, but running it on 6s, I have no issues with heat. It was still cool to the touch with my finger. Mm -hmm. We'll figure out what the temperatures are with a temp gun, uh, running it hard on 6S, and then I'm going to run it hard on 8S, and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the batteries I'm using, they're only uh, 5,100 milliamp hours for the 6S, and it's 4,500 milliamp hours on the 8S one. So, um, we'll see what the temperatures are, and you know, I may even pick up some some higher milliamp hours just to see what, you know, if it changes, which I don't really think it will. It just depends on how hard I run it. But I'm really enjoying it. Um, it will be a good comparison of, you know, what those temperatures are and the speeds that I get out of it versus, you know, someone that's got the 8S system, uh, with a hobby wing. So I don't think I'm going to get an 8S system with the Hobby Wing uh, to test out, so you guys will just have to take what I tell you and uh, and put it put it to your own use. Um, the uh, or you can get one yourself. I recommend it. I love the motor. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Bryce, he's got the same system in his Outcast 8S, and it is pretty fine tuned. Uh, he had it tuned by a hobby store. And uh, it makes kind of like a turbine wind-up sound when he does it. So the curve he has sets different than mine. I'm new to this motor. I haven't really got too far into dealing with the curving side of it. I set it up like I would my Spectrum system, and uh, I'm going to start fine-tuning it. And after I do these first speed runs with my current setup, we'll go back in and we'll do some messing around with the... uh, uh, the Castle Link software, and we're going to try to put a curve in and see how that changes and see what it changes in the effects. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of that uh, through my YouTube channel. And so if you guys jump over there, you know, you guys will uh, uh, be able to see that in in visual form. And then we'll probably talk a little bit about it on one of my podcasts, uh, you know, about how we fine-tuned it and the speeds that we got. So we got that coming up. So the next topic we're going to talk about is my uh my wife's outcast 6s so it's you know the 10th anniversary outcast you know I've, I've i've beefed it up a little bit we put some m2c uh racing parts on it we replaced the shock caps uh with the emulsion shock caps from m2c the uh, shock mounts on the tower are m2c we're running uh M2C's uh, front and rear uh, center drive shafts. We're running the, uh, the front CVDs. Um, and the rear uh, dog bones are all M2C. The, the servo horn um, on the, the Power Hobby uh, 729 MBL is the Techno. And uh, it's M2C's version of the techno uh servo horn so it's a really nice servo horn i recommend it uh whether you get the techno one or the m2c um it it doesn't strip out i had so many problems with other ones stripping out so easily i haven't had any issues with these ones but and i run it on my crate uh my kraken too so and i run the same power hobby uh 729 uh mbl uh, steering servo on both rigs and we're going to talk a little bit about that that servo here in a minute but uh let's see what else do we got going on with that it's running the EXB chassis um, the m2c uh steering linkage we're running the crossbar for the steering linkage we're running a uh, 3drc's uh flexible wing mounts and um Everything else is pretty much stock on her. Oh, oh no, wait. Uh, we're also running the um, hot racing uh, front and rear diff housings. And we're running hot racing um, uh, C-hubs in the front and the rear. So and those are the aluminum ones. And then um, also the differentials, we're running... Um, Arma's uh, aluminum differential housings there. That for the differential itself, we pulled off those plastic ones and we put in those the hardened. It's a it's a red anodized aluminum and butts up, you know, right to the uh, the spur gear for uh, the center differential. And it's you know the uh, the sun gear on the differentials for the front and the rear. You know it butts up right there really good. Uses the same gaskets uh, for the plastic ones on the on those metal ones. So, on my uh, my Kraken, we're running really the stock differentials. I haven't really done very much other than change out the uh, the the diff oil. We're running uh, uh, running both on the Outcast and the Creighton. We're running the same uh, differential setup where we've got uh, the uh, the rears at 20k, the fronts at 50k, and the center differentials at 500 500k on both of them. So. Which, you know, it stiffens it up a little bit. I haven't gone to uh, do 1 million in the center diff or uh, the uh, silicone earplugs. I do have some of the silicone earplugs. I just haven't put them in there to try them out yet. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the weekend before uh, the event, uh, we took the Kraken out for its first uh, maiden voyage out and just... We didn't do any jumping. We just wanted to do a little bit of dirt bashing, uh, run some speed on it. Not really getting some speed miles, but just getting some speed footage with the camera. And uh, my wife was tooling around with the uh, with the Outcast, and, and she's named it Black Betty. It's her Black Betty. And... Uh, we were in the middle, of, I was in the middle of uh, running, I was filming and all of a sudden my wife, you know, I hear her yell that her battery died and I looked over and uh, her outcast was smoking. So I knew immediately that we had we had some issue with it. It was on fire somehow. And so I ran over there, I pulled the shell off of it, realized that there was uh, flames coming from the ESC side. It wasn't coming from the battery, so I disconnected that battery. Um, And my youngest son, the youngest out of all of us, Logan, seven years old, says, we need to put sand on it. And so I looked at everybody. I said, let's grab sand and let's throw it on there. And sure enough, it put the fire out. It smothered the fire. We threw sand on it and it smothered it. And uh, cleaned it all off. And then uh, basically uh, a couple of days later, I took it apart realized the motor is fine uh, did little minor burning damage to the battery housing on the outside of it the battery uh, the plastic that goes around the battery was singed um, but I did I put that battery it's a it's a it's a sokakan 6s battery uh, 5200 milliamp correction is a 5100 milliamp Sakakin battery and uh, I I, I uh, storage charged it, I charged it back up, I did a, a discharge at some high amperage uh, and then uh, storage charged it again and then charged it back up and I ran that cycle about four times and uh, then I took the battery and on fully charged and I threw it in uh, my lipo bag and I left it overnight and then came out the next morning and uh, put it on my meter and it it's, it was holding a good charge. All cells were were discharging the same. Uh, there was no loss of any cells on it. I was I was surprised that there was no damage to that that battery. So uh, I charged it up, and my son ran that 6s battery in his uh, typhon at the at the bash event, and with no issues. And he was running a spectrum system. Uh, but he was running the old Arma, uh, ESC, but he had a brand new Spectrum, uh, 2050 motor or, uh, yeah, 2050 KV motor that I had, uh, that was the, the mate for the ESC that burnt up in my wife's outcast. So she still had a 2050 Arma motor and it was still running. There was no reason to swap it out with the new one. So I, I just kind of kept the new one and, uh as a spare and you know now the ESC burnt up and from what I look looking at the motor it came it's got a hole in the plastic between the heat sink of the motor so you got the fan that sets on top and then you got the heat sink underneath that in between that and the plastic housing where the uh, circuit card for the ESC is it's got a hole in it and that's what looks like where the flames were coming from so something major happened with that esc and um and it just it it went up in smoke so uh surprisingly right next to it if anybody knows how that outcast looks right next to it is where the uh the servo sets and everybody kept telling me oh well yep the servo's gone the motor's gone well, I tested the motor on my son's uh, Arma ESC, and it spun up. So the motor that was in there is, was still good. That steering servo, I connected it up. I ran that steering servo in my Arma Kraken over this weekend, and it worked flawlessly. So it, tell, it tells you what you can say about these power hobbies. It's, it, you know, it's the, the Power Hobby uh, 729 MBL. It's a brushless um, HV system. It is singed on the side. It's black from where the, the heat was. But it's an all-metal geared uh, servo. The, the wiring, there was no, no, no damage done to the wiring. Um, you know the, the servo still ran smooth. Um, I haven't even taken it apart. I just I plugged it in and it still worked. I said, you know what? I'm gonna swap it out with mine, the Tim mine. Uh, my my Kraken, and I'm gonna run this and see if see what happens. And I brought my other one just in case, but it worked perfectly fine. So um, you know whatever Power Hoppy did for this this servo, they they did a good job at it. Um, I got no complaints on it. It it's gonna make me a customer of wanting to buy another one than if it it lasted through that fire and I didn't have I don't have to replace a steering servo because my ESC overheated and blew up. So, good news is the only thing I got to do is buy a new ESC to have Black Betty back up and running. Um, the rest of the parts, uh, the front chassis support is, uh, you know, it's that plastic one that, that's in there. Um, I got to replace that, but I have a set of hot racing ones that a friend of mine gave me uh, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on the Outcast anyways. So we'll get that swapped out. I got to replace the battery, technically battery box, but it's just singed. I mean, it didn't destroy the box. So there's no real major damage there. And uh, I, I think that's pretty much it. You know, the, uh, uh, the receiver box that's sitting set right there, there was really no damage to the receiver box. It was fine. Um, it did burn the antenna so uh, with the receiver that I have for it I'm gonna have to go through and, uh and fix the wire and hopefully I can uh, um, get that back up and running so that receiver would be be working for her. so we got that going for us and then uh, other than that replacing the body the body melted um, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm not going to get rid of it. It's going to hang on the on my wall for right now as a remembrance of uh, you know of that day, and um, you know it's it's a part of us. That's Black Betty's shell, so we're gonna we're gonna keep that keep that on standby, and who knows, maybe when uh, you know with the with as expensive as things are getting nowadays, maybe we're gonna rock that shell for a little bit uh, before I buy a new shell. She's got her fancy dress. She's got a red, red and black, and gray and white camouflage shell that um, that she originally came with because she is the tenth anniversary edition, and um, we've always got that to fall back on. But but yeah, so Black Betty's down for a little bit. We're gonna get we'll get her back up and running, and uh, I'll probably do a video once I get. That starting to get installed into her and get her back up and and running in good shape so uh, it'll be nice to get her back on the on the ground for the wife so one of the other issues that we had over the weekend um was the uh the red cat gen 7 sport that i rescued um and completely uh tore apart put it back together. I had to replace the uh, the drive shafts in it, and I got aluminum drive shafts in it now, uh, but the drive shafts uh, broke up. And I think this guy that I bought it from, he did a number on it. So, he was trying to run monster truck tires on this thing, and uh, which, you know, like were large uh, you know, Tamiya tires that you would see like on a you know lunchbox or a uh you know one of those uh i don't know what are they 16th scale rcs that you would see you would see those those big monster truck tires that's what he put on it and i ended up having to replace the drive shafts because they were broken um i had to rebuild the um, the differentials the gears weren't damaged but they were just they were just bone dry but uh but anyways, my son was was crawling at a little crawling area along the side of uh, where we were uh, having the event and it fell off the rock. And when it fell off the rock where the shock and um, rear linkage connect up to the, uh, the drive shaft, the, bra- the little plastic uh, brackets that you connect up to broke. And so the shock and the linkage is just free now. And so I'm uh, I'm, maybe buying a new one from uh, uh, AwesomeHobby.net through Brad Lee, buying a new housing for it. It's just the housing, they're not that expensive. But uh, currently right now on my 3D printer I found somebody that actually had a, uh, a housing designed up. So I'm 3D printing it out and I'm going to see if it works. And... I'm doing it in PLA right now, which is not the, the hardest plastic that I have. I do have some carbon fiber PLA that I could print in. But uh, we're just doing it out of the black PLA for now. And I'm going to see if I can uh, uh, swap it out with what I've got here and see if it works. If it works, then at least I can 3D print it and, uh, and go from there. So let's see. Uh, other than that... Uh, my son's big rock aka Sheila Uh, we noticed that the uh, the rear a-arm I believe it's the rear a-arms correction it's the uh, the front passenger side a-arm was cracked on the bottom and it was missing a chunk so he didn't get a chance to run it in the event. I didn't have the spare a arms. I have a brand new set of uh, um, RPM a arms for it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get that completely swapped out, and we should be good to go with it. But I was just surprised. I mean, it wasn't like cracked or anything. It was just like there was a there's a chunk missing out of it, and it was still functionable. He could have ran it, but if he would did any kind of jumping on it, it probably would eventually just cracked and in, into pieces. So. We got that uh, I got parts for that one and then um, the other thing is uh, Bradley gave me a uh, a kit and it is Red Cat part number 180090S. And so what this kit does is it it changes the uh, the the way that your Uh, linkage connects up to on your front steering for the gen sevens and so it takes it from being on the side and moves it up to the top and then it gives you uh, kind of a curved steering arm and he gave that to me for my son's uh, gen seven pro that we're going to get installed in there and then uh, I'm going to look at purchasing another one of those another one of these kits for the Gen 7 Sport and see how that that works out, but I got one to try out. We're gonna try it out on the uh, the, uh, the Gen 7 Pro and see if it fixes that turning radius because the turning radiuses on those things are not really that big, uh, that much. Um, it's not as much as you get when you uh, when when you're running the Gen 8s, and I really like the turning radius on the Gen 8s, but supposedly this, what this does is it gives you that same turning radius that you get on the Gen 8. So uh, we got, I'm going to get that installed and then uh, we should uh, have all of our our rigs up and running so we can do some crawling this 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 weekend. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think we're going to go out to the east side and meet up with uh, Riggs Family RC. He's going to take us to some of the spots he, he goes crawling at. And we're going to do some uh, some joint video shooting with uh, with his channel out there and have a good time. Let's see. What else do we got? Um, 3D printing. I brought a bunch of stuff out that I had 3D printed out to the event. And um, I wasn't really planning on selling anything. I was just bringing it out to show everybody what I did. And next thing you know, people started offering me money for some of the products and, um, I couldn't turn them down. So I, I sold them at pretty much what it, what it cost me to make them, uh, for now. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure out what I'm going to do in the future, but apparently I got to start putting a price tag on these things. If I'm going to take them out to an, uh, to any of, uh, these AZRC basher events, but yeah, so, um, it, it was a big hit. So anyways, uh, the AZRC Bashers January 2022 Bash episode number 46 is up. It's been up for 24 hours now, and it's been a big hit. So if you guys want to check that out, um, jump onto my YouTube. uh, Also onto Facebook, and you'll find it there. And um, it's doing – it's actually probably one of my my most successful – videos out there um was definitely a good time uh but yeah so um i think we're gonna go ahead and uh close this out we've been going for almost 38 minutes so um i don't really have very much else to talk about right now so this episode is going to be kind of sh- short and small just kind of catch you guys up on what's going on and um I hope you guys like, subscribe, and bash that bell on YouTube. Um, don't forget to uh, subscribe to my podcast and uh, keep you guys up to date. We're going to be doing some more of these. Hopefully, I can get a, a guest or two here in the future and get on the channel. And, uh, you know, we can talk your guys' ears off. Well, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Stitch. This is SK Hobbies AZ Podcast. And I'm out.